Welcome back to Prompt Up Kicks. This is a podcast where I wrote down a whole lot of prompts so that I could make the perfect road trip playlist. And this is a podcast about the songs on that playlist. Yeah. That song isn't available on the playlist though. Why not? Because it's an April Layton original. Oh, this song isn't available in your country or region. Gotcha. Oh, yep. yes. I'm April. And I'm Chris. And together... We're Prompt Up Kicks. We're... Okay, I was also going to say that we're a couple, but sure, let's just... You, we're co-hosts. Yeah, co-hosts. Couple and a co-host. Couple of co-hosts. Co-hosts, co-dependent, and cooperative. <laughs> oh. We talk to each other. We do sometimes. Today's episode is about our favourite instrumental songs. Yeah, don't have too many words to say about this one. Oh. That's really funny. Uh, Chris just uh, clasped his hands as if he was the Olympian swim coach just really happy that he nailed that joke it was pretty good (laughs) when i had chosen this prompt on like to be put onto the playlist prompt list if you understand what i mean i thought that if we made a podcast this might be a prompt that we should probably skip just because i think it's a little bit obscure and probably it can come across as boring and it might come across as short yeah, this could be a short episode, but at the same time, let's do it. Let's do it. Chris, what is your favourite instrumental song? Um, Yeah, straight up, Hockey Dad with Grange. You don't like it. I didn't say... I've never said that I don't like it. Okay, yeah, no, but it's not that you don't, don't like love it. it. <laughs> you don't love it because the whole time it just sounds like there's going to be... I kept waiting lyrics. for a drop and someone to start singing, but no, it's just in a loop. Like, for lack of a better description, I'm going to call it like a cock tease in terms of the lyrics because you just think like, oh, yeah, they keep building it up. Eventually some words are going to happen. And there's no words at all. And then it just... Stops. It just feels, it just sounds like a little jam sesh. It feels yeah. fun. I feel like if you ever saw Hockey Dad live, I feel like that would be a fun song for them to interlude. To just bop around to. Yeah. Yeah. If they were a kind of band who did like big massive performances where they had like pyrotechnics and stuff like that, Ooh. that would be a song that they would play while there's like stage men in all black just switching out all these speakers and yeah. like lift different yeah. lights and stuff in the background while they're just jamming out in the front. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. It's a good little interlude song. I mean, for me, it's just like a summer anthem. It's just mm. something to put on the background while, like, you know. Can having... you really call it an anthem? Well, not, sorry, no not words. anthem. Yeah. The wordless anthem. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, you know what? It's the words they don't say that you really feel. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of that song. We'll come the back to you. smile on your face lets me know. Does he talk about being... Oh, yeah. They say it best when they say yeah. nothing at all. You say it best when you say nothing at all is Grange in a nutshell. <laughs> like, I don't know what Hockey Dad were on when they wrote it, but I want some too. It's probably just weed. <laughs> That's why they were so spaced out. I forgot to add lyrics. <laughs> That's why it's so loopy as well. It just yeah. goes in a loop because they were like... Oh, there's, there was, like, bits and pieces are different though. I'm not going to mimic the sound of a guitar, but it does change throughout the song. It does change, obviously, but it's like still... There are, no, there is singing in it. Eventually there's some sort of melody. They just don't say anything. They just go, ooh. 
I was going to say, is I feel like it's the kind of song where I hear... Do they do that in the song? Yeah. Go, go on um, genius.com and you'll find the lyrics. <laughs> it's, it's just hey, hey, times 12. Hey, and ooh. Yeah. what I was saying so it's not an anthem but it's still a nice track for summer mm. something to throw in the background while you're having beers or something yeah it's it feels like perfect montage movie yeah no, montage music if I was talented and could either surf or skate it'd be the kind of track I'd have on the background to like a compilation of footage I'm not talented so that's not gonna happen hey don't sell yourself short True. You just haven't practiced enough yet. I went for a bike ride today you did and imagine if we put that footage of you riding a bike to this song. I think that would make it. be pretty embarrassing. Oh, who said that? Did you stack it? No, just, I don't know. Just me going up a hill wouldn't really make for that good footage. Because I feel like the song would be over before I even get to the top. <laughs> it's just a very big hill, guys. Don't worry. It wasn't. <laughs> and how long does the song go for? Four minutes and something. Okay. Is it 420? No. No, oh. I checked. It definitely wasn't that. <laughs> it's an instrumental. And that's your favourite instrumental? Well, it was just the first one that came to mind. Yeah. Do you have another instrumental picked up for your uh, honourable mensch? No, actually, that's the one thing I didn't think of. You're going to have to come back to me. Oh, Christopher, Christopher, Christopher. What do you want me to do? You want me to say, like, Call of Duty soundtrack opening titles? <laughs> well, you got to save that. If that's what you're going to say, you have to save that for your turn. Yeah, righto. I'll save that for the end <laughs> and I can elaborate on that. Yeah. It's a good song. It needs, a, it needs words. It doesn't need words. I think it's a good song and it stands alone without words, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the final track on the EP that it's on as well. So that's a good way to finish off the EP, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like good, like kind of closing music. Yeah. Which is interesting because there is within the track, you think it ends and then there's this weird like piano at the oh. end. Yeah. And do you think that's supposed to, like, merge into something else? No, I think they just were being silly when they were recording and they finished mm. recording the track and then someone just jumped on the keyboard and started playing it. Well, have you actually, like, if that's on an EP, do they have an album release after that? They would. I haven't actually checked to see if it follows on to the... Because that would be cool if it did. That would be cool. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Further research is required. If only you did research beforehand. Yes. Yes, um, if only. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, yeah, that's me. What about you? So the song that I had chosen as my favourite instrumental song is a little bit silly, I guess, of me to choose it. Silly. It's not silly, silly. Um, so it's a song called At Doom's Gate, um, and it's from the Doom Eternal, the, like, game. Have, that you was played, really, have you played that game? I have not played any single Doom game in my entire life. So you're a poser. I am a poser. However, I just love the song. It's like heavy, like heavy metal kind yeah. of song.
Um, I did do research for like oh, this look, song. I'm sorry. Out. I'm sorry. So the recording that's available um, and the recording that I will include in here, because mm-hmm. this was the version that was put into the Doom Eternal soundtrack, it's by a guy called Mick Gordon. Mickey, yeah. Mr. Gordon. The piece itself was originally composed by Bobby Prince in 1993, and the song played in the first level, E. One M One Hanger in Doom. Yeah, so it was one of the first heavy metal tracks that um, Bobby Prince had actually composed for Doom. If I were a braver person, I think that I would probably start playing Doom because of the soundtrack. But I think the soundtrack itself feels so heavy, and I know that Doom is supposed to be like a little bit scary. I think that those two married together would just make me shit my pants. Is it a new game? No, it's been out since like. like the 90s like the original doom yeah 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 yeah. but like doom eternal was the one that was released last year the newest one yeah doom eternal was released on the same day as animal crossing new horizons was released last year so there was a whole bunch of memes being like floated around of like isabel with doom like like isabel holding the doom guns or like the animal crossing players like the animal crossing characters drawn to look like they were on the doom eternal cover yeah so is it available on next gen consoles i don't think so i think it's like on ps4, PS4. Yeah. and xbox series x okay, still. so i was just looking for an excuse for us to get a ps5 you cannot get a ps5 yet i know i'm not getting you a ps5 you can get us a ps5 <laughs> you will be happy with the ps4 at home the playstation at home it makes weird noises. My PlayStation makes weird noises. Yeah, last night I was playing it and it sounded like a jet taking off. So how, and it's a PS4 Pro. How the fuck would your PS4 sound? Like a jet taking off. <laughs> Yours would sound like the jet blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just the games I play. Oh, he loves tank games. I don't. Oh. All right, we're off topic here. <clears throat> that's okay. When I listen to the Doom soundtrack, when I first uh, wrote that prompt for myself um, with like the instrumental. I thought the song that I was adding to the playlist was a different song that I was adding to the playlist. So I had added At Doom's Gate, which is still a good song, but I thought that I was adding Rip and Tear, which is probably my more favorite song from the Doom soundtrack. Also by Mick. Yeah, also by Mick Gordon. Yeah, I've heard it. You've put it on the car before. It's pretty good, right? It makes you feel it makes you feel hyped. Kind of dangerous to listen to while driving, personally, I think. Uh, yeah, it is definitely dangerous to drive to. It's, I think it's one of those songs where I have to kind of limit the amount of time. Unless I'm going to try, like, driving above 80 kilometres ever. I think that's the kind of song that I would have to put on for then. Risky. I know, it is pretty risky. That's why I can't really listen to it in residential areas. Look out, the speed demon over here. I am a bit of a speed demon. It gets you there faster. <laughs> interesting choice. Yeah, it is an interesting to- choice. It's an interesting song. Yeah. And I'm sure that if I were brave enough to play the game, it would be an interesting game. Maybe one day. Okay. Maybe one day when we get our PS5. I'm not getting a PS5. <laughs> I'm just going to have to go and crowdfund the listeners. Oh, gosh. Hey guys, subscribe to our Patreon. When you do subscribe to your Patreon, you do get to add Chris as a friend on PlayStation Network and verse him on PS5 games. Yay! 
Has this been enough time for you to think about your honorable <clears throat> mensch? Yeah. Yeah, I've got an honorable mentions. No, it's an honorable manch. Okay, well, I'm just going to, wait, just sound really lame and kind of nerdy with this one, but it's okay. going to be opening titles from the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 soundtrack. <laughs> Who is it composed by? Hans Zimmer. The Hans Zimmer? Yeah. What? He did a lot of Call of Duty soundtracks. Oh. Or maybe just this one. But either way, he doesn't need to do any more. He's perfected the Modern Warfare 2 one. Modern Welfare and, like, the Call of Duty games is also another thing that I have not played. So I am excited to listen to this myself. Yeah. Why Why is this Why is this song your favourite? Because Modern Warfare 2 was my favourite game. Yeah. And I've probably played that through, like, 30 times. And Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Is there a storyline to Modern Warfare? Yeah, the campaign. And then, is that what, I feel like my, what? What do you do in the campaign? What do you mean? It's like a story. There's a story to Call of Duty? Yeah, there's a story to most of them. I thought all Call of Duties were just... Online? ...an excuse to play online and no. shoot people. Even in the early days of the PS3, like, Call of Duty, it's, like, selling point was the campaigns. Really? And then as the consoles got more advanced, I guess, multiplayer yeah. took over. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. But I'd get home from work on a Friday night mm-hmm. in, like, I think it was in year eight or year nine. Yep. And instead of putting on a movie, I just played the soundtrack. I'm sorry, play the campaign on the lowest difficulty, and that was like watching a movie for me. <laughs> so, how long does the campaign usually take to play through? Uh, three hours on like the easy difficulty. That's not a long campaign. I feel like if the cam- campaign is supposed to be their selling point, then no, like three hours for someone that's played it through and knows what's going to happen. It'd yeah, but like- three hours of gameplay compared to like other story games, which have like mm. sixteen hours gameplay. Yeah. I guess so. Like, I feel like the Last of Us stuff, they're supposed to have, like, 16 hours. Yeah. But is there any online to The Last of Us? No. Yeah. Opening titles was obviously the first track off mm-hmm. the soundtrack that plays at the start of the campaign. And yeah. It's just one of the more memorable ones. I would put it on when I was at university if I wanted to focus on studying. i put the soundtrack <laughs> on. And everyone just thinks that you're fucking around and playing PlayStation. But no, he is actually studious. I had my headphones in. Oh, polite gentleman no, in the room. No, because I was embarrassed. Room. Oh. <laughs> Who's listening to orchestral music? If you're studying, I feel like it's very common to listen to orchestral, unless you go into uni with weirdos who just listen to hard bass. That was me. You were listening to hard bass? <laughs> no, but other people were. Yeah. It's good stuff. Just turned your brain off. Get ready for the bass. Yeah, so this episode we were discussing instrumental tracks and we've also created one. Our own. Yeah, we'll stop. Yeah, that's my honourable mention. It's pretty good. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> um, my honorable mention is one that I actually have previously mentioned from... <gasps> I know. Um, I mentioned this one in the movie, like favourite song from a movie. Um, this is not necessarily a duplicate because I did go for a different song for my honourable mention that time. Okay. This one is Whiplash. Whiplash. 
on that first episode, I did credit it as being by Don Ellis. Don Ellis. Um, it was actually performed by Don Ellis's orchestra, but the music itself was composed by Hank Levy. Um, so that is my mistake. I will correct that for you now. But yeah, Whiplash is one of my favorite songs ever. Um, again, fun little jazzy tune, little jazzy number. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't talk about this song enough. It's just so fun. There's fun little brass bits. Every now and then, if I'm like listening to it in the car, I will get my kazoo if it's easily accessible to me. Within reach, yeah. Yeah, and I will try to play the like little brass sections of it. Yeah. It has been one of my loftier dreams and loftier ideas for me to go through and re-record the whole song. On kazoo? Yeah. Wow. Well, n- I mean, not the whole song, obviously. Just parts of it. All of the brass parts I want to be able to play in a kazoo because there's, like, a nice call and response going on with the kazoo. No, yep. not with the kazoos, with the trumpets, and I think it would be fun to recreate that on a kazoo. Yeah, okay, I, I can th- see that. I think it would be silly. One of the things that I didn't realise until I did do my research on the song Um, And I think it might be one of the reasons why I like the song so much and it feels so interesting to listen to. Parts of the song are in the 7-4 time signature and other parts are in 14-8 time signature. So when I try to like, once I've read that that was the time signature of it and I tried to listen to it back, I couldn't understand and I couldn't keep up with like my actual counting of it. Yeah. Um, Which I think is just really interesting. It's like, I like songs that have obscure sort of time signatures i think that they're a nice interesting way to play with music and it's it's really nice to see i guess people take creativity into like rhythm that they're writing breath of fresh air if you will (laughs) yeah um yeah i just i just think that that song is pretty neat okay yeah that's um a nice honorable mention yeah and i yeah if i'm just listening to music every now and then I will just put that song on. How close were you to choosing that over at Doomsgate? Was it ever a consideration? It wasn't a consideration. Okay, interesting. Because I think at the time of initially choosing the playlist for us to listen to, um, I completely blanked as we were choosing songs. Interesting. Interesting. This was going to be a shorter episode. Is there anything you'd like to add on the topic of instrumentals in general? No. They're pretty neat. Instrumentals do be pretty neat, but every now and then I want some words. Yeah? Yeah. You do get words. So I guess my choice wasn't an instrumental by definition because they do say hey and they do use their vocals. So I guess like maybe I I didn't actually answer the question correctly. Well, if you think about it and you want to be like really pedantic about it, you can still say that the voice is an instrument. (sighs) Yeah. True. Um, and now is my time for me to practice on air my throat singing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Cool. So you get two instrumentals with this episode. Two original pieces by the cast of Prompt Up Kids. <laughs> um, everyone can let me know how great and authentic um, my throat singing sounded. If you want to buy my relaxation CDs, let me know and I will post them off to you. After she burns them off her computer. No, I'm going to send them to people as a DIY um, burner. So I'm going to send them a blank disc and a USB of the file and it's up to them to burn the disc themselves. That's asking a lot of our fan base. No, I think 
I think what I'll actually do once they do burn it, I'm going to get them for copywriting. <laughs> I'm going to get them for copyright infringement for uh, illegally making a copy of my uh, private intellectual property. And that's how we're going to make our millions, baby. I don't want to be any part of the scheme that puts our listeners in okay. any position of distrust like that. Okay, listen. When we're living in a mansion, you can live outside. <laughs> when I get my millions of lawsuit the, money. In the literal doghouse. Yeah. You will you will have this shed in the back. Hey, I'll take that. <laughs> but um, anyway, this has been another episode of Propped Up Kicks. I'm Chris. And I'm April. Join us next week for another fun episode of Prompt Up Kicks. Yeah, hopefully we'll have more words to say this time because the songs will actually have words. <laughs> I don't remember what our next songs are. Well, let's 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 leave it a surprise for everyone. Okay. That's never gonna make it in. You really should just add it. I'm not gonna make it in.